You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, Crimeholics. Kenzie here on Monday, which means I'm bringing you another brand new episode of Missing Mondays. Missing Mondays was a segment created by Holly and I to keep missing persons' name and information in the media to aid in their return home the best that we can. 90,000 people are missing in the U.S. at any given time. While some are found alive or deceased, the majority are still missing today. On this episode of Missing Mondays, I will be bringing you the missing persons case of Alicia Navarro. Alicia Navarro is missing from Glendale, Arizona. Alicia went missing on the early morning of September 15, 2019. Alicia's date of birth is September 20, 2004. At the time of Alicia's disappearance, she was 14 years old but has recently turned 15. Alicia is a Hispanic female with brown hair and brown eyes. Her height is 4 feet 5 inches tall and her approximate weight is 95 pounds. Unfortunately, I do not have a lot of information on Alicia's disappearance. However, I felt it was extremely important to share her case and about her disappearance because for whatever reason, I strongly feel that Alicia may be still out there and may be alive. The only information that I do have is of the following. Alicia's mother, Jessica Nunez, has stated that in the early hours of September 15, 2019, she was sitting in their living room waiting for her husband's arrival home from work. He typically worked pretty late. So around 1 a.m., Jessica was downstairs waiting for her husband, and Alicia had came down for a glass of water, and then she had returned right back to her bedroom. Alicia's mother, Jessica, has also stated that Alicia is really big into video games, and she would often stay up pretty late on the weekends and when school was out playing those video games online and like chatting with her friends. So when she came down very late, Jessica didn't really think anything of it and nothing seemed off to her. Around 7 a.m. that next day, Jessica had made breakfast for her husband and her two youngest children, Alicia's younger brother and her little sister. Jessica had noticed that Alicia was not up yet. Jessica has stated that as she was in the kitchen making breakfast for the younger siblings, she looks out the back door and she caught that with her eye because it was actually cracked open a little bit. She ends up walking over to the back door and she sees several chairs pushed up against the fence wall on the edge of their yard. And Jessica said at that point her stomach had just sank because she knew that at that point Alicia most likely used them to climb over the wall. Jessica stated that she went straight up to Alicia's room and Alicia was gone. Just a few moments later, Jessica has said that she found a note on Alicia's desk and this note read, I ran away. I will be back. I swear. I'm sorry. Alicia did take her laptop, but she did end up leaving the chargers behind in her bedroom. 
Jessica had stated that this is very unlike Alicia and this is not something that she would typically do. So she did end up calling the police right away. She said that she was very worried for Alicia's safety, but she had assumed for whatever reason that Alicia would return in a few days. She said that Alicia was very trustworthy and she always stuck to her word and they've never had any issues. So when she did leave that note saying that she would be back, Jessica truly believed that she would return home in just a few days. Unfortunately, we are now almost 10 months into her disappearance and she has not returned home. It is extremely important to note here that Alicia Navarro was diagnosed with autism and is on the autism spectrum. Alicia's mother has said that she is not a high demand girl. According to Jessica, she likes to wear the same clothes and shoes over and over, and this is due to her autism. She says that Alicia tend to only wear sweatshirts in Arizona despite the really hot heat. Alicia was never very fond of being out in the public for too long, and she'd get very high anxiety. She did say that, however, her favorite place to go out in public was to McDonald's, and she has always ordered the same meal over and over for years, which is just their chicken nuggets. Shortly before Alicia's disappearance, she had actually just started high school at a local Catholic school there in their town. Jessica said that her anxiety did get much worse once she officially started school, but she had said that her daughter never really expressed being unhappy at home or that she was depressed or anything like that, and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Not only has Alicia been diagnosed with autism, but she has also been diagnosed with gender anxiety disorder. I did try to look that up and find out exactly what that was because I'm not totally positive. However, I did find two different things. One of them was just called gender anxiety disorder, which means she may just be suffering anxiety in different ways because of her gender. I also did see uh, it can be linked to gender dysphoria. However, I am not going to say which one of those it is because I was not able to find anything where Jessica has elaborated on exactly what her gender anxiety disorder entails. Alicia has also been diagnosed with sensory issues as well. Alicia's psychiatrist has stated that she is extremely dependent on her mother Jessica for her basic needs. She is very vulnerable and tends to be naive because of her autism. Alicia does take several medications, but from what I have seen, Alicia did not take any of those medications with her when she departed her home. At this time, it is unknown if Alicia packed clothes and took them with her when she left, or if she did, how much clothes she had taken with her. As of right now, all we do know for sure is that Alicia did take her laptop but no chargers and also did take her cell phone with her when she departed her home. In a press conference released a few days ago, Jessica did state that she feels her daughter was kidnapped, even though she did leave a note saying that she ran away. She believes that whoever took Alicia was able to convince her to leave her home through gaining her trust. She believes that this person has met Alicia through a video game that she does play online. Jessica believes that Alicia thought that she was going to return home. She does not believe that Alicia thought she would be gone permanently. And it worries Jessica that whichever situation that Alicia may be in, that her anxiety is a lot worse than it was and she does not have her medication. In this press conference, Jessica has also stated that law enforcement does know where Alicia's cell phone had last pinged. 
Unfortunately, they are refusing to give that information to Jessica, and anytime she asks for information about Alicia or where they're at with this investigation, they basically just keep telling Jessica that this is an ongoing investigation and that any information they would give her could potentially harm Alicia's case. There has been zero confirmed sightings of Alicia since she has left her home. Jessica and her family fear that the longer Alicia is out there, the more danger she is in due to her short stature and the fact that she looks so young due to her autism. Alicia's family is being given very little information and watching her mom plead and beg for any type of information from anybody in this press conference a few days ago was extremely heartbreaking. I feel it is so important to get Alicia's information out there as much as we can because her case has gotten very, very little attention from everything that I have seen. With the fact that there has not been a single sighting of Alicia since she has left her home is actually very shocking to me because I feel like with these missing persons cases, especially with children involved, at least some type of lead is coming into law enforcement and here we are 10 months in and we have absolutely not one single lead that has been turned into the police. I really wanted to cover Alicia's disappearance this week, despite not having much information, because one, she's 14, she has autism, she's going to be taken advantage of, she is probably scared to death having high anxiety, and she has none of her medication. Secondly, I wanted to cover this case because it's absolutely heartbreaking to me that her disappearance has absolutely no attention from the public or the media. The fact, again, that we're 10 months in and we have absolutely no sightings of Alicia is absolutely scary to me. Crimeaholics, we are going to need your help to spread Alicia's information and get her name out there and get her pictures out there to help bring her home or to give her family some answers. Alicia Navarro is missing from Glendale, Arizona. She went missing on September 15, 2019. She was 14 years old at the time of her disappearance, but she is now 15. Her date of birth is September 20, 2004. She is a Hispanic female with brown hair and brown eyes. She stands at 4 feet 5 inches tall and approximately weighs 95 pounds. She was last seen wearing a sweatshirt, a white wash denim overall skirt, and white tight van sneakers. Anyone with information on Alicia's whereabouts is asked to contact the Glendale Police Department at 623 930 3000. I will have pictures of Alicia Navarro in our Crimeaholics podcast discussion group on Facebook. One of the pictures that I will be posting of Alicia is one of the sweatshirts that she was wearing when she was last seen. Crimeaholics, as always, be aware and take care. Music.